98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. Tonight's headlines. The chief executive says there's no one-size-fits-all on the pandemic as she responds to news of quarantine-free travel for Singapore. The CHP says there is continuous transmission of COVID in the community and that case numbers may rebound. And at least 220,000 people apply for the latest round of subsidized home ownership scheme flats. The chief executive says there's no one-size-fits-all when it comes to dealing with a pandemic. Carrie Lam made the remark at a daily COVID briefing when asked about an announcement from Singapore that from next month, vaccinated arrivals to the city-state will no longer have to be quarantined. Mrs Lam noted that she had ended flight bans and reduced quarantine requirements. She had this to say about the way forward. The um, policies and measures to be adopted by each government in combating uh, COVID-19 uh, epidemic uh, differ. I don't think there is a one size that fits all. I also don't believe that there are only two pathways. Uh, that's why I said that, the, that perhaps it's not very meaningful to ask us to choose whether you are going for route A or route B. We will have to adjust and do whatever is in the best interests of Hong Kong. Mrs. Lam added that access to the mainland and international connectivity were both very important to Hong Kong. She said her government aimed to reopen the border with both the mainland and the rest of the world. Towards the end of last year, uh, we did work very hard in trying to uh, resume quarantine travel into the mainland first. And I have um, I've told you many times that we were at a very advanced stage of announcing uh, such a scheme. So I, I, I remain very uh, optimistic that once this wave subsides, we will pick up on the earlier discussions. And at the same time, uh, we will be able to open up to the rest of the world. The lifting of quarantine next month was among a raft of changes to social distancing measures announced by Singapore's Prime Minister Lee Hsien Long this morning. In a video posted on his Facebook page, he said masks would no longer be mandatory outdoors, the maximum number of people allowed at a gathering would double to 10, and capacity for large events would increase to 75%. He said ending travel restrictions would boost his country's economy. This simplified vaccination travel framework will let Singaporeans travel abroad more easily, almost like before COVID-19. It will also lift most restrictions for fully vaccinated visitors entering Singapore. This will reconnect Singapore with the world. It will give a much needed boost to businesses, particularly the tourism sector. And it will help Singapore reclaim its position as a business and aviation hub. Health authorities reported just over 13,000 new COVID cases today locally, a slight increase on yesterday's figure. The Centre for Health Protection's Dr Albert Al said case numbers could see a rebound as there was still a lot of transmission. Looking at the figures for the past seven days, it seems that the virus situation has stuck at a level of around 10,000 cases or so a day. We can't see a continuous downward trend, so we have to stay very cautious because this is still a very high level, showing that there is continuous transmission in the community. If people let the gut down now, it's possible that the situation may rebound. 
Officials also reported 201 further deaths, including 152 COVID patients at public hospitals. With more than 6,500 people having now lost their lives in the fifth outbreak, Hong Kong's fatality rate has risen to 0.6%, higher than most other places in the world. At least 220,000 aspiring homeowners have applied to buy heavily subsidized homes ahead of this evening's deadline. Nearly 9,000 flats are being made available under the home ownership scheme at prices of between one and a quarter million and $5.3 million. They are in areas including North Point, Shawton and Quintong. A lottery will take place to decide who gets to buy a home. These people were among the applicants. I am not happy. There are people who managed to get their flats just after one try. I have tried 20 times. We've been planning to purchase a property, just waiting for an opportunity. RTHK, the time is just coming up to five minutes past 11. A mainland expert on infectious diseases says maintaining normal operations and achieving dynamic zero COVID are equally important in the fight against the pandemic. Vicky Wong reports. Writing on his Weibo social media account, Zhang Wenhong says the fight against the pandemic will be lengthy and it's important to make sure people can live their normal lives. Dr. Zhang says that what authorities have learnt in tackling a recent outbreak in Shanghai is to not neglect the basic needs of citizens who are under lockdown. Shanghai has been grappling with its worst COVID outbreak in two years, but the expert says the situation appears to be improving. The nation's most populous city reported four more symptomatic cases and 979 asymptomatic infections, a slight increase from a day earlier. In total, the National Health Commission reported 2,010 symptomatic local cases, down from 2,591 the day before, with the bulk still found in northeastern Jilin province. A travel industry representative says a surge in searches for flights to Hong Kong since the administration decided to end arrivals bans for nine countries may not lead to a big increase in bookings. Travel website Expedia said searches for inbound flights had increased threefold in the 48 hours after Monday's announcement, while searches for outbound flights rose 90%. About a quarter of searches for inbound flights were from Britain. But Fanny Young, executive director of the Travel Industry Council, says not everyone will get a flight. Within a flight itself, the capacity has been reduced because of the social distancing ban. And also the crew supply is also an issue for the airline. I mean, the number of searching has been increased tremendously over a few, a few fold. That is not only because of the demand of travel. It is also because I think they are difficult to really look for a suitable flight or, or, or an appropriate flight for them to really fly on. Officials in Macau say the quarantine period for inbound travellers will be shortened from 21 to 14 days from Monday, bringing it into line with visitors from Hong Kong. Todd Harding reports. Macau health officials say once the period at a quarantine hotel is over, there will be seven more days of self-monitoring. During this period, a person must take four PCR tests and entry to the mainland is forbidden. Officials say failure to take a test will turn the person's health code red and this will result in that person being barred from public transport and a wide range of premises. The new arrangement also applies to those who entered the SAR before March the 28th. Officials say there are currently about 700 people in quarantine. South Korea says North Korea has test-fired an intercontinental ballistic missile for the first time since 2017. The BBC's Laura Bicker reports. 
This is a big missile. It flew for more than an hour and splashed down just 170 kilometres from Japan's coastline. Officials in Tokyo said the launch appeared to be a new type of intercontinental ballistic missile. This may be North Korea's first launch of an ICBM since November 2017. South Korea's military said it fired a total of five missiles in response from the ground, the sea and the air. This is a major escalation on the Korean Peninsula. After months of weapons tests by Pyongyang, 12 missile launches in total. The Ukrainian Navy says it has destroyed a Russian landing support ship 80 kilometers west of the besieged city of Mariupol. The BBC's Sasha Schlitter reports. Pictures on social media show a massive explosion above a huge warship anchored off the occupied port of Berdyansk on the Azov Sea, 80 kilometers west of Mariupol. According to unverified reports, two more ships are on fire. On Monday, with much fanfare, Russia's defense ministry announced the docking there of a large, beachable landing support ship. It said the Orsk was one of ten ships to supply the southern flank, which has seen the fiercest fighting in the war so far. Each landing craft can carried 20 tanks of 40 armoured personnel carriers and also 400 marines. One month after Russia attacked Ukraine, NATO leaders have been meeting to consider their next steps. The alliance is set to to strengthen its presence in Eastern Europe and increase its military aid to Ukraine. The NATO Secretary General is Jens Stoltenberg. Uh, We gather at the critical time for our security. We are united in condemning the Kremlin's unprovoked aggression and in our support for Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity. We are determined to continue to impose costs on Russia to bring about the end of this brutal war. The Prime Minister of Jamaica, Andrew Holness, has used a meeting with Britain's Prince William and his wife Catherine to outline the island's ambitions to become a republic. The royal couple are making a week-long tour of former British colonies. Mr. Holness told them there were unresolved issues in Jamaica, where Queen Elizabeth remains head of state, but that their presence enabled such topics to be put front and centre. Jamaica is, as you would see, uh, a country that is very proud of our history, very proud of what we have achieved, and uh, we are moving on, and we intend to attain in short order our development goals uh, and fulfill our true ambitions and destiny. New applications for U.S. jobless benefits have dropped to a 52-year low, pushing up wages and feeding into inflation. At the end of January, there were, one, there were 11.3 million job openings with a record 1.8 open positions per unemployed person. Mike Weeks reports. The U.S. Labor Department said initial claims for state unemployment benefits fell by 28,000 to a seasonally adjusted 187,000 for the week ending March 19th. That's the lowest since September 1969. Economists polled by Reuters had forecast 212,000 applications. Claims have declined from a record high of more than 6.1 million in early April 2020. The misalignment between Labor demand and supply is boosting wages and inflation. Last week, the U.S. Central Bank, the Federal Reserve, raised its key interest rate by a quarter of a percentage point, the first hike in more than three years. 
To sports now, and in football, substitute Karu Mitoma scored twice in the final few minutes to give Japan a 2-0 win over Australia at a rain-soaked Olympic Stadium in Sydney to send his country through to their seventh successive World Cup finals. Japan's first victory in Australia since 1998 and condemned the Socceroos to a tricky path through two playoffs if they're also to make the finals for the fifth time in a row. It also secured Saudi Arabia's passage to Qatar 2022 before their qualifier against China tonight in Sharjah. The mainland squad have just one win from their past eight games and are second from bottom of the group. Our football commentator Chris K.L. Lau says China will use the match and the remaining qualifier to test out their younger players. China are already out of contention and all of China's naturalized Brazilians like Eckerson have been dropped. Star striker Espanol Wu Lei decided not to play, so the whole squad except Li Lei play in China. China's men's team have again disappointed. The women's team actually recently won the Asian Cup, but the men's team are regressing. The excuses are running thin for the men's team. The huge amount of money invested in Chinese Super League was a bubble which has now burst, and some teams are just struggling to pay their wages of their players and staff. The men's Asian Cup 2023 will be held in China, and at this rate, China will be nowhere near the final if things do not improve. Defending champions England have enhanced their prospects of reaching the semi-finals at the Women's Cricket World Cup by thrashing Pakistan by nine wickets to move into fourth place. Catherine Brunt took a wicket with the first ball of the match and went on to take three for 17 as England bowled out Pakistan for 105 in 41.3 overs after winning the toss in Christchurch. Opener Danny Wyatt made an unbeaten 76 from 68 balls as England improved their net run rate, reaching the winning target with almost 31 overs to spare. Earlier, South Africa locked in their place in the semi-finals and West Indies kept their hopes alive when they shared the points from a match in Wellington abandoned because of rain. Former Super Bowl winner Tyreek Hill is now the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. The Miami Dolphins acquired Hill from the Kansas City Chiefs in a trade and gave him a four-year contract extension worth $120 million U.S. million. The Chiefs got a package of draft picks in return. The 28-year-old Hill has been one of the main targets for star quarterback Patrick Mahomes and helped Kansas City win their first Super Bowl in 50 years at the end of the 2019 season. World number one Ash Barty says she can't wait to contribute in different ways after shocking the tennis world yesterday by announcing her immediate retirement at the age of 25. She said she was physically spent with nothing more to give, but she struck a different note at news conference today to explain her decision in more detail. And, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for what's next, for my next chapter as, as Ash Barty the person and not the athlete. I will forever be connected to tennis. Uh, I'll never stop loving the support. I'll never stop hitting tennis balls. Um, I just won't be doing it selfishly for me to, to try and progress my career. Uh, it'll be for different reasons, and I can't wait to get out there with, with young girls and, and young boys and, and contribute in different ways. Uh, I'm really excited to have more time to do that, uh, and I, I can't wait to get out on court and, and teach my, my nieces and nephews uh, and hope that tennis brings them the same love that it brought me. And a quick look at the weather before we go. It's 18 degrees Celsius to humidity, 95%. And that's the news from RTHK.
think you could tell Heaven from hell Blue skies from pain Can you tell a green field 